And good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining us here on Heart Pledge Day. We continue to uh, hear wonderful stories about the amazing things that happen uh, down at the Mazankowski Heart Institute on the University of Alberta campus. It's just... Uh it's astounding. I mean, we're learning so much today, Chelsea. And uh, if you want to get involved and be part of this, you can donate at 780-900-1047, or you can go online and check out heartpledgeday.ca. Either way, uh, people are standing by to help you with your donation as we speak. Yeah, and there are so many different uh, ways that, that they receive funding at the Mazankowski. We talked earlier to uh, to a woman who had started a foundation in her late husband's name, uh, Ross Kobayashi, whose work goes to support Dr. Jayan Nagendran and the research that he's doing. We just talked to uh, the Broderick family from Trail Appliances who just donated $100,000. It really goes such a long way. And uh, we've been talking about the incredible work that they do there, um, namely uh, the doctor I just mentioned, Dr. Jayan Nagendran, who has a brother yeah, who also a dynamic the, duo down there these two <laughs> who also works at the Mazankowski <laughs> as a cardiac surgeon this is Dr. Jeevan Nagendran joining us now uh, doctor good morning thanks so much for making the time hi nice to be, uh, nice to talk to you both so doc tell us about the work that that you're doing you you're specializing in in valve replacement surgery right tell us exactly what we're talking about here yes that's right from a clinical standpoint in terms of surgery with patients uh, my main work is in minimally invasive cardiac surgery as well as transcatheter heart valve procedures. And those are procedures where in a conventional open heart surgery where we have to come through the front of your chest and through the breastbone to get to the heart, it may not be suitable for some patients who are frail or unable to go through that type of procedure. And these minimally invasive procedures are used for those patients who, uh, who we otherwise may not be able to operate on. Wow. Okay. okay. So, wh why would some of these heart valves need re replacing? Then, is this something that is that's common? Yes. You know, in terms of this, the prevalence of heart valve disease in the general population, for people over the age of sixty-five, it's around two percent of the population, and that level of valvular dysfunction can lead to heart failure in some cases unless it's mm -hmm. treated. Okay, uh, just in terms of dealing with this, what kind of research are you doing? What are you, what are you looking to, to improve upon? The research that I do at the Mazankowski has to do with valvular heart disease as well. When we go to replace valves in our patients, the only major options we have now are tissue valves made of a cow's heart sac or a pig's valve or mechanical valves. And these valves do very well, but they have their limitations. And my lab works in trying to come up with a better valvular replacement option. Hmm. So when we're talking about fundraising dollars and we're talking about people that are donating and, and contributing to the Mazankowski, it's, it's so that areas like yours, these areas of research, are able to be funded so that you can figure out how to, how to better conduct these procedures. Is that right? Yes, that's, that's absolutely right. With the help of the University Hospital Foundation and the Mazankowski Heart Institute, we have been quite successful in, in moving forward with these valve technologies. And, uh, you know, that, that work in the lab, I think, is something that has the potential to help many people. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, and this is, I mean, I don't want to say common, but in terms of, I've heard of this before, so I'm assuming it's its one of the more common procedures that take place at the MAS. This is something that affects a lot of people? Yes, you know, in terms of cardiac surgery, aortic valve replacement, which is one of the four heart valves in your heart, it's its definitely our, our second most common procedure that wow. we do. Um, and affects, you know, many people over the age of 65. Wow. Well, Dr. Nagendran, thank you so much for your incredible work. Uh, we really appreciate what you're doing, the research that you're leading, and uh, for you to take the time to chat with us a little bit about it this morning. Well, appreciate everything you guys do, and thank you so much for your help. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate take your time. Care. Thanks. All right, take care. All right, that's Dr. Jeevan Nagendran, a cardiac surgeon at the Mazankowski. Uh, brother of Dr. Diane Nagendran, who we were talking to earlier, who's also a cardiac surgeon. I really want to ask if there's a third brother or third sibling and what that person does. He probably built that Mars rover or something like that if there is. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll keep it professional. (laughs) Just focus on the amazing work that they're able to do there, which is really just, it's just mind-blowing when you think that all of this is happening here in Edmonton. Not only just just the procedures, but the research that's going into trying to make this care better. I mean, it's, it's it's amazing that we have it here. Yeah, we are so fortunate to have it here. And uh, just a little update on how things are going so far. And we want to point out that, you know, we, we talk about the incredible, wonderful, generous donation of $100,000 from Trail Appliances, and we, we can't thank them enough, but every dollar counts. You don't have to be donating hundreds of thousands of dollars. Every dollar counts. And uh, Joan Kushnekta, if I said that correctly, had open-heart surgery at the MAS, and... Um, her life was saved, and she donates as much as she can every year. She donated $25 to us this year. So that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Joan. Every dollar counts, as we said. It doesn't have to be a massive, huge donation. Every little bit, it adds up, and it makes a big difference. Um, one in four of the dollars spent to build and equip and open the Mazankowski was actually raised through community support like this. Like That's how important this kind of fundraising is. It's actually built a large part of the Mazankowski when it finally opened. Yeah, and, uh, you know, through events like this, since 2004, the foundation has raised over $2.4 million for the MAS through Heart Pledge Day. And, and it's through donations like that, you know, $10, $25, yeah. whatever it is that you're able to donate, it really does go such a long way. So, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, okay, well, I can relate to these stories because I've been a patient at the MAS, or, or you know somebody that has been one, or maybe you just know a healthcare worker. Uh, you know, there's been such a big focus on frontline workers and healthcare workers this last year, too. Just show your support for them. Um, by by sending in a donation, whatever it is that you're able to contribute, it really does go a long way. We're going to be broadcasting until 6 o'clock tonight, so we'll keep reminding you, of course, as the day goes on, of different ways that you can get involved, but a couple of easy ways to do it. You can call the number 780-900-1047, or you can go online if that's easier for you, uh, heartpledgeday.ca. Couldn't be easier to find it. No, it's not hard at all, and like you said, Chelsea, you, know, it, it, you probably know somebody, if it hasn't affected you yourself, it is just so, so common in our society, one in four Canadians at some point in their lives will experience some form of heart disease. It is the leading cause of death globally for 20 years in a row now. 26,000 people each and every year receive care at the Mazankowski Heart Institute. So if it hasn't affected you, it's probably affected somebody that you know or will. So having this sort of a facility available to us and knowing that 
if that time comes, and, and God forbid it does, but if it does, we have world-class care that's right in our own backyard and uh, is just, uh, it's such a comfort to know that that facility is there. And it helps people from all around the region. We've, you know, we've heard reports people in Nunavut and in northern BC and over into Saskatchewan and Manitoba. It really is the center for Western Canada because it's that good. That's where people who need the help go. They go to the Maz because you can't get better care. So uh, it just serves not just our area and not just Alberta, but all of Western Canada. It's just a, a dynamic place. And really people in all stages of life too. I mean, I think we think about anything to do with heart care as something that is maybe something that you might approach, you know, mid to late in life, but they also um, are the center for all complex pediatric cardiac surgery for Western and Northern Canada. You know, there are so many uh, babies that are born with defects or needing some kind of a treatment and that's that's where they do them. Um, So it's really just incredible to think about the wide range of care from newborn babies, premature babies, all the way to patients up in their 90s. They're treating all kinds of different people with all kinds of different um, issues. And and they're able to do it. They're able to pull it off thanks to the incredible donations that make medical advancement advancements possible there at the Mazankowski. So continue your support. We're going to continue broadcasting and telling you about the amazing work that they do. 630 Chad Heart Pledge Day in support of the Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute continues after this. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.